Hello and welcome to episode 19 of the LUFC Fan Zone podcast. I'm Sam Isles. And I'm Jack Ellis. And each episode, we'll be talking to an ex Leeds United player or manager about their time at the club. All of our episodes can be found on our LUFC Fan Zone YouTube channel, as well as Spotify and Apple Podcast. And last episode, we were with former Leeds United set-piece coach, Gianni Vio, to speak about Leeds' current set-piece problems, listening to his incredible football knowledge about corners and free kicks and how he would attempt to improve Leeds' current set plays. This week, with a football agent and someone who currently represents Leeds United defender Diego Lorente. He played a key role in Lorente's transfer to Ellen Road a couple of months ago and also represents 36 other players. However, Lorente is his most valuable client. Because we've not had an agent on the show before, we plan to find out exactly what a football agent does and how influential they can be in modern-day football, as well as how Lorente's switch to Leeds panned out. This week, with football agent Helu Rodriguez and his interpreter, Yago Rama. Thank you so much for joining us. Fine, thank you. And you? I'm good, thank you. Good. Um, thank you. Just to start with, Galu, usually on this podcast, we speak with former Leeds United players and managers, but obviously today is slightly different and you're the first ever football agent to feature on our show. So because of that, would you just be able to describe to our listeners what the role of a football agent actually is and what you do? Well, uh, it's uh, no, it's uh, only one thing, you know. Uh, we we have uh, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, jobs. Uh, the more important thing is that uh, you you know how is your player, uh, his mentality, his uh, uh, quality in the in, in the pitch, um, and then uh, you need to know. How is the market of the of the soccer? You know, because if you you can you can have a very good player for Spain, um, or other player for for England, or for other leagues. And um, the more important thing is is that you know the market. And how did you first get into becoming a football agent? Because it's something which is becoming more and more popular within modern football. Well, when I was young in my city, I I, I worked in uh, uh, sports shops. Um, every every players that uh, my in the club of my city, Sporting de Gijón, uh, stay in, in in these shops. Um, they ask me about of uh, a lot of things, the the the, the boots, the clothes. The, the you know the the, the sponsor of uh, for his uh, his clothes and uh, his contract um, um 20, 20, 22 years ago i start i started in in this uh, with the relationships with the, with the players with the clubs in my city and them in other city madrid in in every every spain um, um, and today I'm here. I don't know. <laughs> and, you know, it's the life. And like most agents, you have quite a few clients, don't you? 37 to be exact. And most of them are Spanish clients ranging from young and upcoming players who mainly play in Spain and some more experienced players such as Sergi Canos, who plays at Brentford. However, arguably your most valuable client is Leeds' new arrival, Diego Lorente. How long have you been working with Diego and how does the partnership start? Did you approach Diego or, or did he approach you? Uh, yeah, too many years ago, uh, Diego played in Real Madrid Castilla 
the second team of Real Madrid. Um, I watched the game. Um, I think that uh, I, I, I like it. The, the, you know, uh, Diego. Um, I I called him and I asked about of his agent. He told me that in this moment he changed in uh, he he thinks in changed the, his agent. Um, you know, it's like uh, you you. You see a, a a girl in the street. If you like, you are, you ask, you talk with she. It's the same. Um, and I I talked with Diego for one month approximately. I I he introduced me his family. I like it his atmosphere. Um, you know, we married. <laughs> And Leeds is Diego's third permanent club. And like you just mentioned, he started in Real Madrid's B team and then moved to Real Sociedad in 2017. And then obviously to Leeds this summer. Did you help him with his move from Real Madrid to Real Sociedad? Or was his switch to Leeds your first transfer with Diego? Sí, contéstale. Dile que sí, desde que estamos en el filial, que estamos yeah, con él. Yeah, yeah, Helu said that he is with uh, Diego since the beginning, you know, since uh, they started talking each other uh, when he was in Real Madrid B. Then uh, they immediately, after one month, started working together. And, uh, of course, he made the, all, the, all the run uh, together with Diego from uh, Madrid B to Málaga first, I think. He was on loan. Then he went to back to Madrid and then... Uh, Helu uh, make the transfer to Real Sociedad and now to Leeds. And was the switch over to England ever a problem for Diego? Because obviously there's a, a lot of differences between Spain and England. And Diego's never played outside of Spain before. And it would have been a big commitment for him to move to a different country. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, in in every moment, uh, we we think that the Premier League is perfect for Diego. Uh, when Diego played in Malaga um, in January that uh, uh, twenty seventeen, I remember uh, Stock City, Stock City, uh, make it an offer for Diego for buy a Diego and Stock City took it with. Uh, uh, Real Madrid and, uh, and and they like it, uh, Diego. And then in the next summer, other club in England uh, call us. But the Real Sociedad doesn't like to to sell the player. Um, and not possible for for Diego. But Diego, uh, too many years ago, thinking in Premier League, uh, honestly. And- when were you first aware that Leeds wanted to sign Diego? Because usually at Leeds, players are linked to the club a few weeks and sometimes even months before the deal is confirmed through the media and Sky Sports and things like that. However, Diego's transfer to Leeds seemed to come out of nowhere to the fans because the first report of it potentially happening came just under 24 hours before it was made official. Yes, this is because we are very professional, you know. <laughs> when the journalist knows every every de- details, is a problem because you know some some deals uh, is broken be- because you know the the the, the news uh, journalists uh, you know the TV is um, 
make uh, uh, a lot of uh, pressure, you know, and um, the the clubs and the chairman or you know the the fans uh, is uh, a lot of uh, pressure for the for the deal and it's very difficult. In, in this situation, uh, Victor Horta is, uh, you know, uh, for me is a top, a top uh, uh, sport director. You know, is uh, very very professional. Um, I I I know that uh, Marcelo Bielsa, you know, is the the doctor of the of the soccer. Is you know, uh, he he knows Diego. Because when when he uh, was in La, in La Lazio in in Italy, he asked about of Diego, um, and I think that the, this deal uh, we did very fast because they uh, have very clear, a hundred percent that the Diego is good for Leeds. I think is my opinion. And did Diego have any other interested clubs before his move to Leeds came up? Yeah, he had a lot of interest. It's public that uh, Monaco was interested. Of yeah, but then, but then uh, because Monaco they tried to sign Diego already in last uh, winter, and then they, they, they got in contact, they stay in contact with Real Sociedad because yeah, you know, they, they couldn't realize the, the, the transfer in uh, last winter. But then there were also many clubs from different uh, countries that ask about his situation. Obviously, it was not a, a, an easy transfer to do, especially in, in these uh, moments we are living. But uh, as uh, Helu said before, uh, Leeds was very keen to sign him uh, since the first approach they make to Helu. And it was quite quick uh, because, uh, yeah, it's also, you know, you know, I know that you are from, from from there and, and for you it's it's more uh, it's more hot the situation but uh, Marcelo Bielsa is uh, is very attractive uh, also for uh, uh, the Spanish you know he was here he he, he was in Spain he, he did very well and and for uh, any player nowadays I think it's a it's a it's a man to work with so that's why I think it was uh, matching so good and it was made very quick. How do the first stages of a transfer work in football today? Because, for example, in the Lorente deal, how does it work? Do Leeds approach Real Sociedad first and then bid and get the bid accepted? Or do they go straight to you as the agent? No, uh, the, 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 the steps of, of the deal, the Leeds United is, you know, is a, a, a big club. Uh, Leeds asked before to to Real Sociedad, and when Real Sociedad say, you can talk with the player, uh, Leeds United call, call me and ask uh, about the, the interest of Diego for play in Premier League. Um, but it's very, very fast because the, the three part uh, has a very clear uh, how is the, the best for, for each one. And I presume Victor Orta led the negotiations on behalf of Leeds. And I know you've talked about him before in a, a high regard, but have you ever dealt with Victor before? And what was it like to negotiate with him? Well, uh, I, directly, I'm no. But the other colleagues uh, of my group in this moment, yes. 
in Sevilla. Um, Victor Horta is a very good guy, but uh, in the negotiation, I lose one eye. <laughs> you know, he's very, very, very strong, very strong, but very, very honestly, you know. When finish the, the negotiation, eh, como se dice, te da la mano y, y está yeah, bien. He, yeah, he, when, when, the, when the negotiation is finished, he gives you the, his hand, you shake hands with him and it's, and it's done and it's uh, well done. Yeah, we've, we've seen that famous big bear hug that he gives to people as soon as transfers are confirmed. But yeah, <laughs> yeah in, he's very passionate. But yeah, he's, definitely. Uh, but That's yeah, but right. he's also very aggressive with his club. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, as Helu said, is we all know that he's a top professional. That's why he's making his uh, career out there. Yeah, and in the summer, it was clear to Leeds fans that the side needed to sign at least one central defender, defender for the Premier League after the promotion from the Championship, and. The first to arrive was Robin Koch from Freiburg. However, after Koch's arrival, Leeds were linked with a second centre-back in Dinamo Zagreb's Josko Gvardiol. And Gvardiol seemed set to move to Leeds. However, he eventually moved to Leipzig in the same week that Lorente joined Leeds. Were you aware of Gvardiol potentially moving to Leeds? And how much did the failure of that deal happening affect Lorente's arrival at Leeds? No, no, dile que no tiene nada que ver, que, que creemos que no tiene nada que ver y que es una pregunta mm. para el club, no para nosotros. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, said that it's a, it's a, it's a, in fact, it's an, an, um, an answer as a, a question for the club, you know, for Leeds, because we, we didn't know about this, to be honest, it's the first time I, I heard this, about this player, uh, but uh, yeah, it, it didn't have, I guess, any impact in the, in the, in the move of Diego. You know that how it works in in football. There are a lot of gossip, but they came yeah. straight to Real Sociedad, then to Helu, and then the the, the deal was done after a, a negotiation, of course. And it was reported that Leeds paid around 18 million pounds for Lorente, which makes him the joint most expensive Leeds United defender in history, along with Rio Ferdinand, who joined in the year 2000 from West Ham, and. Once Leeds made that bid and the bid was accepted by Real Sociedad, what is the next step for you as the agent? Do you begin talking to Leeds about a potential contract or is that all sorted before the figure is agreed with Sociedad? Bueno, eh, más o menos se fue encaminando todo a la vez. Uh, it was, was more or less all, all together because as we said, it was quite quick. Uh, so it was... Uh, Leeds ask permission to Real Sociedad to talk with the player, then they contact Helu, and then at the same time they were, because you know Helu, uh, as as we said, uh, Diego had uh, many different interests, and and the interest, for example, the deal with Monaco was very close to happen. So uh, at the end of the day, we 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 all we all knew the numbers of the deal, more or less. And so there, uh, Liz makes his negotiation with Real Sociedad. And then uh, at the same time, they will start negotiating with Helu about the contract of Diego. And to the contract itself, obviously, we won't speak about the figures because that's private and confidential. But how is a contract agreed? Do you go to Leeds and propose the numbers and figures what your client is after? Or is Leeds the first one to suggest the offer? And then is it a case of you accept or negotiate around that? Well, first of all, uh, 
let's uh, talk about of uh, the condition of the you know the condition the global condition of the contract because they 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 knows how is the situation of the club and the the dress room you know because you you cannot sign it one player that uh, win a lot of a lot of money and other uh, you know the balance of the economy in the in the dress room is is very important for the club but uh, normally you know the clubs say this is the condition and you fight uh, the the points of the contract that you think that is uh, better for the player um you know it's like i don't know like uh, other uh, other deal if you buy one house you fight no because uh, is 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 normal. Uh, some points is good for you, and other points is bad. And you 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 need to change the the bad the bad points. And away from the salary and the figures of the, the contracts and everything, it's well publicised that Lorente's contract is for four years. Was that something that Lee suggested, or was it something you were trying to push for? Eh, dice que es público que, que, que el contrato de Llorente son cuatro años eh, ¿fue algo que sugir, sugirió el club o, o que tú empujaste para que fuese así o, sea, o era la intención del jugador? No, el club dice cuatro años y decimos sí, ok, es perfecto ok, es un acuerdo en este momento en este punto ¿cuánto de diferencia does the length of a contract make to the player in modern-day football? Because it will be extremely rare if Lorente stays at Leeds for four years without signing another contract. So what difference does the length of the deal make? Uh, bueno, dice en inglés. Y que yo creo que los cuatro años obedecen a la amortización del fichaje. Que al pagar traspaso por él, pues que, pues que tal. No tiene nada que ver con el rendimiento del jugador, sino con la amortización del fichaje. No sé, no sé cómo se dice amortización. At the end of the day, the, the, it, it has something to do with the rentability of the of the of the transfer itself. You know uh, that's why when you make a, a transfer and you pay some money, you try to 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 have a good rentability between the years, and that, that's why they, they decided to do it for four years. And the, and the player immediately agreed about this length. And obviously you played a big part in transfers, but there's obviously been a few negative stories within football about agents recently. Most mm-hmm. notably with Paul Pogba and Mino Raiola, with Raiola making some comments about Pogba leaving Manchester United and seemingly being quite confident with uh, controlling with his player and not for the first time either because he's quite publicly in the news for all the wrong reasons. As an agent, how controlling are you with your clients about wanting to move to the club? Because Raiola has been with like that for quite a while, and sometimes it gives football agents in general quite a bad reputation. Well, uh, I think that uh, when agents can control, uh, you know, ninety-nine percent of his players is possible, but they they are young people. You know, uh, it's difficult. A lot of pressure. The fans. No, no. Every situation are, you know, are happy and 
<laughs> every situation no are no no, no is uh, beautiful because uh, the, the the players has uh, injuries have problem with the family and um one one agent uh, work like uh, one system other like other system i cannot say that mino raiola is bad agent because i am crazy this is the the top player the top agent in in, in the world you know the three four five uh, agents the the top uh, agents but they the he has his method you know he has his method i am my method uh, other has his method eh, lo estoy diciendo bien Yago? que cada sí, uno sí, tiene sí, su sí, método sí, 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 um, sí, sí. more important thing you work like you know yo is uh, mino is top good for for mino but back to yourself and Leeds and as we've just talked about Marcelo Bielsa is Leeds' head coach and how influential was Marcelo Bielsa for Lorente's arrival at Leeds because like you said he was interested from him when uh, his time at Lazio and he's well renowned for improving players that he works with yeah a lot because one play when when one player stay with Marcelo this player them he can fly. Yeah. He can fly them. That do, you work with Marcelo is, you know, is the is a master class in in football. I I like it. And the the players knows that the Marcelo has a um, good mentality and his, how uh, do capacidad. His uh, skills, the, the capabilities his are uh, for, very you strong. know, is very strong, and the the player improve, you know, very high. And Diego has returned to Spain's national side this past year as well. So, do you, and as well as Diego himself, believe that with Bielsa's guidance, he can begin to feature more regularly in the national side alongside his fellow teammate Rodrigo? We hope, we hope, we hope. If Diego play good for the national team, is good because Luis Enrique likes Diego. But uh, Diego needs to play and play good for for Leeds, and then he can move to Eurocup or World Champion or I don't know. And just lastly. Although Diego joined Leeds in September, he's had quite a bad time with injuries recently and he's only played one game for the club, which was away at Chelsea the other week. So because of that, how would you describe him as a player to the Leeds fans who haven't properly watched him yet? And how well do you think he will do in England and the Premier League? Well, I think that Diego is... uh, um, uh, It's a a centre-back, very fast very 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 fast very intelligent um with the ball he has very good quality is uh, he has a very good pass very good uh, technique for the long distance 
Um, I, I think that the, the best Diego, the best Diego is, you know, in two, three months, uh, because dile que él empieza poco a poco y que luego al final acaba dando su rendimiento a medio plazo, se va a ver el mejor Diego. He says that uh, in, in, the, in the long run you will see the, the best uh, version of, of Diego. It's true that at the beginning he struggled a bit with the injuries, but he's uh, usually he's a part of Diego too, that he's starting step by step, but then uh, immediately he makes the jump and so he's the best uh, version. Yeah, awesome. And that ends today's episode. Thank you so much both for your time and talking to us about Diego Lorente's mm-hmm. transfer. Mm-hmm. No problem. Thank you. We'll be back next week with another guest. Stay tuned for the post over on our LFC fans on Instagram later in the week. Thanks for listening.